three, two, one. Take one. Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm the B. And together, we're Adam and the B. Welcome to our very first introduction. <laughs> that was your cue to like get in there and just go get it, girl. <laughs> Too much caffeine. <laughs> Let's try this again. But just smile away, boys. Smile away. Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm the B. And together, we're Adam, Adam and the, and the B. B. <laughs> we wanted to give you guys all the cheese right from the start because that's what you can expect from all of our episodes going forward. You got me blushing. <laughs> you got me blushing. So we are Adam and the B and we are so excited. We've been wanting to do this podcast for quite some time and here we are today. So thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. So uh, what is Adam and the B about? Let's start with that, right? Right. So um, tell us a little to... bit about yourself. Yeah. Why don't we tell our viewers or listeners a little about ourselves? Yeah. So uh, I was raised in Ohio and moved out to Los oh, Angeles. H. I O. <laughs> You've been trying to plug that in wherever you can. I finally got it there. <laughs> uh, so about five years ago, moved to Los Angeles. I am a musician, uh, artist, uh, writer, engineer. I mean, when you're independent, like that, as you know, like it's you wear so many different hats. But the beautiful thing is, is it gives you more creative control with what you do. So, um, yeah. So we met three years ago. Yeah, right. I should almost. know that. Our almost. anniversary. Well, coming actually, up. it's been three years. Yeah. Ish. Well, three years since we met. True. So we're at, we're at year number three. So anyway, <laughs> um, we met as neighbors, of course, and that's how we fell in love. So that's the beginning of our love story, and lots more to come, of course. Yeah. And so how did how did you get to Los Angeles? So my name is Binks and I'm also known as the African Bee, which is my alter ego, therefore the bee outfit for today. And uh, I'm originally from South Africa and I moved to the States about eight years ago, lived in New York for about five years and have been in Los Angeles uh, in Hollywood for about three years now. And like you said, we met right as I moved here. And most of my time in Los Angeles has been in quarantine. So it does not feel like I've been here very long because, you know, we've got so much more to explore here. But the good news is we've had a little bit more time to delve into our Adam and the Bee podcast. So that brings us to today. But I'm also a writer, producer, performer, uh, pop musician. So I've been doing the pop music thing for as long, as far, far back as I can remember and yes, so we met as neighbors and we fell in love and we started making music together. And now we're taking that to the next level and we are doing our podcast. Boom. So do you want to tell us a little bit about Adam and the Bee podcast and why we specifically chose the name Adam and the Bee? Yeah. So Adam and the Bee really comes down to, uh, at least from the way that I looked at it, was it was a play on Adam and Eve where, you know, we're two individuals that really thirst for knowledge. And right. from an individual standpoint, that that goes into our art, that goes into the music that we make. And then just the way that we have an overall view on life. But then also um, from a relationship standpoint, like I feel like we've done such an amazing job investing time and energy into to really planting a seed and watching that grow from a relationship standpoint. So it's it's really like two sided. Totally. That's that's like the perfect way to to describe. Sorry, we've got some frogs in studio. <laughs> <laughs> you should be proud of me. I did that in like 30 that seconds. That was incredible. That's like record. Breaking. New record. 
So what you guys can expect from this podcast is we're going to dive into topics that are closest to us, you know. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be talking about music. We're going to be talking about pop culture. We're going to be talking about relationships because we're two musicians, two independent artists, and we're in a relationship. And we thought that that would be quite interesting to discuss and, um, you know, learn from each other and learn from you guys. So we're very excited to, to see where this takes us. Let's do it, girl. All right, let's do this. All right. We had an idea where we wanted to come up with a word and really... A word of the week. Yes, and expand upon how that like touched our relationship. So our first word is going to be compromise. Oh, I was going to say, should we say it on three, two, one? But anyway, moving on. (laughs) Oops. So our word of the week is compromise. And we thought what would be really fun is if we shared... A story on how we compromised recently in our relationship and you guys could share with us how you may have compromised in your relationship or in your life for anything you want and the funnier the better right the, that's correct funnier Absolutely. the better so with that said uh let's talk about a specific scenario that we had when it came to we recently moved in right right so we moved in last year what was it september September, I think. August, September. Somewhere around there. And we had the privilege of going to shop for our very first couch. But before that, briefly, um, as neighbors, there was this like dilemma of like, at what point is the the right point to to move in? Right. So we had that whole discussion on like, we're already 20 yards away from each other. So like, it was just like finding that balance of when is the right time. So you know, when there's a pandemic, that's always the right time. Right? <laughs> You're making it sound like that was the reason. <laughs> it's not. Um, no, we. I mean, we were two years in at that point and it, it felt right. So <laughs> with that said, um, going into the whole compromise section, um, we started couch shopping, right? That, that was one of the first and actually the biggest purchase that you and I have jumped in together. It was. On. It was a big purchase. It was very, very stressful. I don't know if you've ever bought a couch, but it it is bought a nice couch. It's different if you're like in college and you're doing right, a futon, like right. But this was one of those things where you think, well, you know, I'm gonna go out and get a couch and gonna get it in a minute. I'm gonna pick out a color and pick out the couch that's comfiest, and that's it. We went to the couch shop about I don't know, maybe four to five times, sitting on every couch imaginable, touching every fabric. Um, and, you know, it's your first sort of purchase together. So you're kind of combining Style. different flavors, styles, tastes. Yeah. Um, so it was very interesting. So on my side, I was super excited. There were about 150 couches, it felt like, that we jumped in and off of. And um, there were some good ones. But there so was one. So you wanted. So Adam, I, I, I gotta say you got to go, go for it. Go I got to say it. this one. So I found the typical uh, man cave couch, which I was typical man cave couch. ecstatic to have. Uh, I was like, this is it. This is this is home. This is this is it. It's a couch. <laughs> now, mind you, we're in a two bedroom apartment and um, this couch was huge. Like this was like meant for like a theater room in your basement and your mansion. The couch would have been the apartment, which is what I wanted. I wanted it to feel like a jungle gym in the right. house. So like you sink in this couch, I fell in love a second time, like <laughs> next to you, of course, because you were next to me in that moment. I was the rebound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it was it was this beautiful union of the three of us the couch you and myself but um i was in love with it and then what happened so you wanted the man cave couch i wanted the typical like womanly couch that every girl wants that just matches everything nice light color uh, it doesn't take up too much space but we went through a lot of push and pull uh and to be fair, the store owner, the store seller, the, the seller of yeah, the shop, the best, the he best sided with me. The guy even said to Adam, <laughs> if he's like, what did he say? He was like, if you want to get divorced or broken up with or something like he was like, you don't. You, he's like, he's like, let's just save everybody time. I don't want you taking this couch and bringing it back to me a week later because he knew the amount of women that came back, that the amount of men that bought the couch and the women <laughs> made the man return the couch. 100%. So we somehow found a happy medium with yes. size, color, and we finally, finally got our couch after so many months. And it was, I mean, it was still a huge ordeal because of like with, with all the lockdowns and everything, the shipping was. was delayed. And so, so we we're sitting have in a couch empty for apartment for the first few months, but um, right. it worked out. We had other rooms to hang on to. We did, but we, we found the compromise in, um, Oh yeah, that's what this was about. I know we just completely got sidetracked, but that's what we do. We we completely did the. <laughs> this is why we have such interesting conversations because we don't even remember the point of why we started this. But we we compromised on the fact that this was our first couch. It's the first thing you see when you come into the apartment. How do you feel like you compromised? Um, the color was definitely I, like I. I you I'm picked typically the color, used right? To, initially i like darker colors and then this one was lighter and so right, i thought so, hey let's let's open the mind to the the cream and that's true so i picked the i picked light because i actually yeah. wanted white but yeah. i realized white was not the correct color to get yeah. so we we settled on cream um because adam was talking about how white will get so dirty yeah and then you picked the fabric and i was so happy with the fabric that you picked it was soft and so once i picked the sort of shade you picked the fabric um, we were pretty set on the size together. Yeah. Um, but we just decided to go for that couch. So I think, I think that was, that was it. We, we kind of compromised. You pick one thing, I pick one thing and the size just came. But the, the biggest lesson to me was open communication in that moment, right? Like at the end of the day, knowing what you prioritize and what you value, like you obviously wanted a lighter color and, um, I definitely wanted a certain quality of couch. And so we ultimately listened to each other's feedback. We were open, receptive. Right. And that's what allowed for us to have this. We were open minded, very open minded. And I think that's so important with compromise is is being open minded. You know, you have to to understand that someone's viewpoints are not gonna match yours and where can you meet in the middle? And we kind of made fun with it. You know, we we shopped around, we we yeah. made it an event, we played with it, it wasn't so serious. But we're going to move on. Um, yeah. We have a mystery card. And I'm so excited about this because we thought each week we could separate, each pick a card and ask a question from this deck of cards. I like it. And just see what answers we come up with just to keep this a little spontaneous and interesting. R real quick before we jump into Ooh. that, I just I, I, yes. I want to highlight this. So we, we made these Dalgonas right before because it was like a TikTok Instagram craze. Right. Mine did not turn out very well. <laughs> Um, that happens. So if you see me like like bitterly like drinking this like poisonous coffee. That's <laughs> Poison. the Dalgona that my girlfriend made me. Oh no no this no, is no. Mine. that was yours. 
You oh. made mine. I made yours. Well, Let's your be fair ratios here. were off, <laughs> but I actually made these a few days ago for the first time ever, and they were so good. So we want. We thought, you know, why not have it in our first first podcast? So cheers, well, yeah, Charles Dalgonas, and uh, needed a little caffeine kick. Beauty and the Beast, right? <laughs> <laughs> so onto the mystery card. So I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to answer it as honestly as possible. Let's do it. Okay. So the question is, what is the best compliment you've ever received? The best compliment I have ever received. Um, What's on the top of your head, I guess? What's the first thing that you think of? You have nice eyes? I I don't know. That's kind of... (laughs) I would take that as a compliment. Uh, I mean, sure. that's a great compliment. You have got beautiful eyes. I would say that mine uh, was a compliment you gave me. And you told me I was a genius. And I don't think anyone's ever said that's something so amazing because... Uh, you, you are a genius. I mean, so are you. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I think great that was really special. Like. Just because someone was complimenting how your mind works. And I think that's a very attractive thing. Okay, so we... Just wrapped up talking about compromise in a relationship and we would love to know your thoughts on how you've compromised in a relationship. Uh, We'd love to read them out in the next podcast. So get those in so we can read the funniest stories. The funnier the better, right? The funnier the better. So if you have any way that you've compromised in your relationship, we would love to hear it. And so the next thing that we're going to talk about is the thing we do best. Or probably not best because, right? You know what I'm saying? No. Me neither. So we're going to talk about music. <laughs> That's spoken <laughs> like a true artist. The only language I right? understand. The, spoken like a true artist. Like, <laughs> the thing we do best. Do we do it the best? I No, we can always do better. Exactly. And Every song. musicians are the most indecisive people probably, <laughs> or at least we are. So very exciting. We're going to talk about music and someone who's been very inspiring to the two of us. So I yes. actually learned about this person through Adam. And also known as AKA Meta Atoms. Yes. So I learned about Russ through Adam. And He's the, a, yeah. Can uh, you go ahead. Sorry, jump no, right in there. No, you're absolutely <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, I don't honestly even know how I I got a hold of like Russ's first uh, body of work, but uh, let's just jump into some of the facts real quick, and then we'll we'll hop into how that re- relates to us and our music. Right. right so. So. Um, Russ, better known by a stage name, Russ, is an American. <laughs> I'm completely reading this wrong. <laughs> is an American rapper, singer, songwriter, record producer, and author from Atlanta, Georgia. He is best known for his singles "What They Want," "Losing Control," and "Best on Earth," which peaked respectively at 83, 63, and 46 on the Billboard Hot 100. After years of releasing albums, mixtapes, and singles for free online. Russ released his 12th studio album, There's Really a Wolf, in 2017 through Columbia Records. It was certified platinum on April 18, 2018. So fast forward, multiple albums. Completely Please tune in next week for the next autobiographical, <laughs> autobiographical reading of Russ's story. <laughs> there, there's a lot here. There's a lot here. but um, So essentially, he's yeah. a hip-hop artist who's very inspiring. Because he's an independent artist. DIY. That's the best way to describe us. And he is a... What does DIY mean? Do it yourself. yourself. And he's extremely hardworking. 
Yes. Um, what I think resonated most for me, like seeing Russ's story is he's somebody that broke through the industry where um, so many people have been like restricted because of resources. Right. And he's the kind of person that um, just said, hey, if I don't have the resources, I'm going to be more resourceful. So ultimately that led to him being forced to um, to produce his own music and then write his own music and then engineer his own music and master his own music and shoot his own videos. So that whole concept is, um, to me, what social media is really all about is like self-empowerment um, for your art. Because at the end of the day, like we should be in control of, of what we want to see and what we want to create. And um, the old paradigm has really shifted from that to where it was so heavily controlled. And at this point, there's so much freedom. Right. And the cool thing about Russ is what caught my attention from him as well is he he actually blew up. So he's independent, right? And yeah. he blew up through a strategy that is so fascinating to us where he put out a song a week for, I don't have the exact facts. I'm sure it's on the wiki, but for almost two years or some somewhere two and a half yeah. years, somewhere around there, he put out a single a week. And this guy didn't have promotion. He didn't have a budget, as far as we know, you know, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, and he, he was putting out a song a week. And I think the 96th or the 92nd song, he put out about 11 albums prior to this. Yeah. And he, he blew up on the song called What They Want, um, which was like somewhere around his 90-something song, which is so interesting because if he had given up, a song before I think he said it you said he said it in an interview no one would have known who he was yeah if he had given up one song before that release and I mean to some it may sound like it is extremely um exhausting to release a song a week that's that takes a lot a lot of effort I mean you don't you can't have a day job I'm sure doing doing that it's a, it's a lot of effort a lot of commitment yeah. But I'm really, really moved by that because I love people that are hardworking, that are independent. And, and you know, he promoted it through just his socials. And he didn't have a social media following either. So it's a really beautiful story. So, I mean, what's your take on yeah. releasing a song a week? Is that, and we want to know from you guys, you know, releasing a song a week. If you're a musician or if you're not a musician, what are you, what is your take on that? Do you think too much is too much or... I mean, it worked for him. So should other artists try that, doing a song a week? Or should it be less is more, keep the people wanting more? What do you think? So you, you hit the nail on the head in a roundabout way. Like the less is more concept. When you look at the ability to get your message through with the most simple production, right? So like if you look at his body of work, a lot of his stuff is realistically um streamlined to very quality sounds but it's minimalistic right. by nature so i would say the that quality is not lacking for no, sure No, the quality is incredible the quality is incredible but also the simplicity in the sense of um that's it really uh, allowing the space in between the music and the knowing where to, to like work. draw the line right yeah. not overdoing a song yeah i mean um i think that that's one of the biggest takeaways like you know dr dre who i look up to uh, immensely like he finds the best sonic quality and then still simplifies it in that same process. So in many ways, Russ is just building off of what hip hop started with. Um, but I mean, we're also in a society where like the attention you, span oh is so low. It's ridiculous. So it's like 
do you keep in the forefront of everyone's mind by releasing a new song a week? Is Not it, do you? How can you, right? How like can you, right? Because the, the headlines keep going. So, like, your favorite artist can drop an album right now. And then, like, before you even get through the full album, there's, like, 4,000 other artists that you could listen to in that window. Right. So, currently, we are releasing songs every three weeks. Yeah. You and I, in our own individual artistry, we're releasing one song every three weeks. Um, we're trying to ramp that up. You know, we're trying to sort of put our hands in different cookie jars right now. So it is tough, but um, we're excited to know from you what you think about that. So let us know what you think, if that's too much, if that's a good strategy. We're just curious on your thoughts. And so our first song that we just released together full on, I mean, we produce together, we write together, yeah. we've been doing it. But so our theme song of this podcast is called Don't Wreck a Good Thing. It's our very first full-blown collaboration where it's we wrote it together, produced it together, performed it together, and we wanted to talk about that a little yeah. bit. We wanted to yeah. talk about, you know, the behind the scenes of that song so that you, you know, when you hear it, you've, you've got a little bit more insight. Yeah, so let's, let's go with the background of the song. So um, I think you were in the studio, like laying down some chords. We had some ideas for for uh, to help with my album because I wanted to go in a direction that was a little more pop, more melodic, more pop oriented on on this next round of of work. And um, I came up with some stuff like on the headphones. Then I was like, "Hey, check this out!" But you started with the chords, and then I built off of that, and then you heard it and fell in love well i mean i love everything he does but i remember we were he was sitting in the studio i was sitting working at my laptop and i mean this is kind of the story of all of our songs whenever i hear what he's doing i want to jump in real quick but i love it i was sitting working and i heard him singing uh good, good thing, thing good thing that's all i had good he thing, had good, good thing, thing good thing and i immediately thing. thought of wow like that sounds like it should say don't wreck a good thing and then we kind of built off of that, of kind of like not self-sabotaging a relationship, right? So 100%. Getting, we, getting out of your own way and just letting love and, and letting um, that be the core instead of like the fears of, is this going to work out? Or what's this going to be like? Or what will it look like down the road? And just being able to just accept and embrace the the beauty of, of the connection. Absolutely. So the song was actually at such a beautiful time because we were kind of going through the ebbs and flows of our relationship and that's what captures a lot of the essence of the lyrics yeah. because we you know we were neighbors we when we first started dating we weren't sure if we should be dating because we were neighbors yeah um i had just moved to la didn't really see myself dating you had just gotten out of a relationship and it was one of those things where you know, it was awkward because we were neighbors and we were trying to find our own way in 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 our relationship. And then as we progressed in our relationship, you know, we're musicians and now we work together. So now we're trying to navigate having a relationship and separating that from our business relationship because Absolutely. now we, we work together. So we yeah. do music, we do podcasts and we work together like what, 12 to 14 to 16 hours a day yeah. together. So... Don't wreck a good thing is kind of that beautiful balance of don't self-sabotage your relationship. And we just thought, you know, since it's our first full-on collaboration, our podcast is our first full-on collaboration as well That's in a true. different uh, area. So 100%. it was a perfect little theme song. Yeah. For me, it's it's a lot about like letting go, you know, um, right. 
in life, there's so many things where like if you just let go and just trust the process, it, it yields have that leap of faith. Hundred percent. And that's what yields the most fruit um from those trees. So therefore Adam and the bee, like Adam and Eve. <laughs> brings us all back to the very beginning first. Yeah. So I mean that's what we're here for, right? Is is to to bear more fruit and, and more creativity. And um yeah, I mean that song was the beginning. Like the the beautiful thing is is that was probably the most interesting dynamic for us to like work across two genres. And like at first I was rapping more on it and right. I had to pull back and put a little bit of that pop flair into it. Beautiful blend um, because there's a rap pot in it. So we have pop from me and we have rap from you and we kind of blended the two and it's, we're just very proud of it. Absolutely. All right. So make sure to check out Don't Wreck a Good Thing. It's it's streaming everywhere, right? Absolutely. It's everywhere. And we have our Spotify profiles where you can follow us individually and together. Yeah. So you can find me at B-I-N-X. And I, what do you mean? Right. Aren't you Big official? No, no. Spotify's B-I-N-X. Oh, okay. Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Spotify. And you are? uh made adam i'm i keep thinking like instagram handles <laughs> m-a-d-a-a-t-o-m-s that's made adams because everyone is made adams again that's m-a-d-a-a-t-o-m-s right and, and we we'll have put that yeah we'll put that down in the description right everything will be in the description yeah. and we also have our spot of uh, our our adam and the b spotify so you can follow us there at adam and the b we'll be releasing a lot more music there yeah and uh Socials, mine are Binks Official, B-I-N-X Official. There you go. And yours are? You are official. And so are you. <laughs> oh, no, I'm actually M-A-D-A-A-T-O-M-S. <laughs> M-A-D-A-A-T-O-M-S. Mid-Adams. Right. And, um, you know, we're going to be trying to release the podcast as often as possible, but make sure to leave your comments about you know, the the music section, whether you think that that strategy would be a great strategy if it would work for independent artists and let us know how you've compromised in your relationship. And then most importantly, like if you're a DIY artist or if you're a DIY into your relationship, like how are you crafting your relationship or your art uh, to get the best product or, or dynamic possible. Right. And we're so excited. You know, we're we're just starting the podcast, so we're open to new ideas. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't yeah. like. And we are also taking music submissions. So if you are a musical artist, you can send us your music at adamandthebee at gmail.com. So send those music submissions through and you might be featured in our podcast. Boom. And we're also going to be doing some musical interviews. So if you're interested in being featured on the podcast, feel free to send that over too. Come find us. Check us out. Thank you so much for tuning in. This was Adam and the Bee. I'm Adam. And I'm the Bee. And we'll and see you next time. Together we're Adam. Right. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>